it has been one crazy week. <sighs> Welcome to Tea with Keo. I live in one room with a good view of the wall. I make cups of tea and wander in the hall. I sit on my bed and cut my fingernails. I try on a shirt and I go to the jungle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whenever you happen to be listening. Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I'm Kehoe. I got my tea next to me. I got my pipe next to my tea because, frankly, kind of need that this week. Last Tuesday, I was angry, thus the angry show. And in the past week, things have gotten even more bizarre and horrible. And <coughs> it's bizarre, the different points of view that I've been hearing. Uh, there are people who are 100% behind the protests, peaceful protests. They only seem to turn violent and angry and dangerous when the police come in and start tear gassing, rubber bulleting, and pushing citizens into corners funneling them into little sections. So once the curfew becomes, you know, enacted at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock, whenever the you know, curfew's been instated, they try and herd as many folks as they can into a little corner so they can arrest them all for violating, you know, curfew. That's where the violence has been coming from. That's what is completely baffling to me. People are protesting police brutality and are being met with police brutality. Do you see the disconnect there? We are begging, praying, pleading with our lives to stop being brutal to us. And what do they get in return? Brutal actions from the people who are supposedly there to protect and serve us. But if they can't protect and serve the weakest of us all, if they can't protect and serve the marginalized, if they're not there to protect and serve the ones who are in need, then they will not protect and serve anybody or cannot protect and serve anybody. I was never a big fan of the police because... I always felt that the police could ruin my day. But I forget. I have this thing called white privilege, which I fully understand, completely know that I have this. And I have examples. I was coming home from a date, per se, out in Batavia, went out to meet this girl. She had, you know, we had just graduated from high school, and the only thing to do in that small town was to go to the high school football game. So 
We went to her old high school's football game. It was a nice time. It was fun. I was on my way home. It was dark. Apparently, I had a headlight out that I didn't know. Sheriff stops me. Genesee County Sheriff stops me. He asks, you know, you know, he sees my license. He sees I'm not from Genesee County. I'm not anywhere near, you know, you know, near my hometown. So what are you doing out here? He asks. I tell him I was on a date and some friends and we went to the Notre Dame and Elba football game. But no, no, Notre Dame is a small high school out that way and Elba is a small town out there and their two teams played and Notre Dame won that game. So he asked me what, you know, you know what I was doing there. I told him I was at the Notre Dame and Elba game and, you know, with the date. He asked who won. I said, Notre Dame did. They crushed him. He's like, oh, great. You have a good day. And that was it. I, I, I was like, is that all? Uh, sh- should I drive with my high beams on or just keep it like it is and deal with the, he- the headlight out? He goes, just let your dad know and to get that fixed when, you know, you get home. Okay, thank you, sir. And off I went. Now, I was much younger then and then didn't grasp what had happened. I just thought I you know, got lucky. A couple years later, I'm standing behind Broadway Joe's on Main Street. Me and three friends and we're smoking a bowl. We were going to go and then listen to, I believe it was kindergarten or every 13 days was going to be playing at Broadway Joe's. So we were going to go and listen. And behind the bar, we're smoking a bowl and up rolls a cop car. Hops out. Sees us there. What are you doing? We sort of look at him dumbfounded. Nothing. He puts his hand out like he wants what we got. You know, the pipe. He takes our bowl, taps it out, hands it back to us and says, go back inside. I mean, I had an ounce of weed on me. My one buddy had a QP in his backpack. We all had various drugs upon us. But we were four white guys. And it was a white cop. Still did not grasp at 20 or or at at 21. Still did not grasp what had just happened. Didn't even think about it. We just thought, thought, thought it was great that he let us go. I've laughed about that for many years. That is the epitome of white privilege. Are you telling me that a cop rolls up on four black men standing behind a bar, smoking a bowl or a joint or whatever, and he's going to just say, go inside, guys, have a good night? No. Every one of them is being frisked. And if they were holding like we were, every one of them would have been in jail. You're not going to tell me that a young teenage black boy driving home from a date is going to get stopped by a cop for a busted headlight and not get frisked and not get pulled out of that car and searched. Oh, that happened to me. 
absolutely would have happened to a person of color. And as I grew up and matured and got older, I began to recognize my advantage, my privilege. Yes, I am not a wealthy person. I don't have any power that I can, you know, wield my privilege with. I just passively get it for me. Police look past me a lot of times. I mean, I once was, years and years ago, was once driving with a whole bunch of pot that I just bought. I was going to, you know, group of friends all put together and we were going to, so I went and got. And I got stopped at a police check, you know, checkpoint for inspection. So I flashed my, my, uh, they call it my license, they gave my license, they looked at my thing, everything was fine. I was, you know, no, no reason to question it. You know, I was sweater vest, white t-shirt, khaki shorts, short cut hair. I looked like the epitome of an average white guy. And, you know, I don't know if the car smelled of it, I don't know, but nothing happened. I mean, I wasn't presenting myself in any way that would make them look at me. But that's just me being me, so it's not anything special. Because police just don't look at me. I have uh, gotten away with a lot in my life, I think, because I'm just an, you know, I'm a white guy. And I realize this. And it's horrible. I mean... It's not fair. It's so not fair. And that is part of the reason why I can't not say things. And in the past week, I've said things on Facebook where I normally will not post anything of controversy because I don't want to upset anybody. But this is beyond the point of upsetting people. We, it, we need to be upsetting people. Because some of the views that I've been seeing are baffling. The fact that some people are justifying, you know, they're taking the, we killed a guy. I saw this on a YouTube a video. If you know me, it's on my, my Facebook page. But they take the playbook from the, you know, we killed a guy, play, playbook, and then, of course, they demonize the vic- uh, they demonize the victim, and then try and justify, and explain the cop, you know, and defend the cop. And people are taking the side, you know, of the police. They're taking the side of, you know, looting doesn't prove anything. Riots don't change anything. No, no, that's how things change. Because the powers that be, the people who are in charge, if, you, if they tell people the right way to protest, and that, that's no longer protesting, that's following orders. And the whole point of the protest is that the orders that they're trying to pass down are wrong. They are oppressive. They are racist. 
They are evil. So people have to do something. We can't protest the way you want it to be protested. It's out of our hands. White America cannot do anything but support what is going on. But that's not the case. There are too many people that I know, sadly, who feel that the son of a bitch president is a great man. They think that what he's doing is good. They support him. Making statements like, he's my president. And defending his actions. God-fearing Christian people. Looking at a rapist. Looking at a philanderer. I mean, I say rapist because I've been reading what's been coming out from Anonymous. I don't know if it's all true. I want to believe that there's truth in there. And I want to believe this is a reality. And if it's true, it's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. His connection with Epstein and the things that he allegedly has done that is in these reports, if these reports are true, he is a pedophilic rapist of boys and girls. He's a vile piece of shit and people are defending him. And his army of police and the National Guard and the possible military that he's threatening us with, threatening peaceful protesters with. I have seen the police run over people in their vehicles, trample them under the horse hoofs. I've seen them pepper spray children and old people. I've seen them beat and hit people who are standing peacefully with their hands in the air and they are being beaten down. Don't tell me. I'm just following orders because that is fucking bullshit. His secret service is going to protect him. That sounds very SS to me. If you cannot see... It's not a direct correlation. It's not a connect the dots one to two. But if you can't see the similarities of the fascism that he is trying to instill upon America and the way that he is turning his base into fascists and they are accepting of this change, that's the change I'm most fearful of. The change in America where it is okay to violently beat and subdue people that you don't like, people you think are are bad. The looters. The American government has looted our tax dollars for freaking centuries, you know, decades. They have given billions upon billions upon billions Billions to corporations and they give us $1,200 in one shot 
Oh, 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 you lost your job? Here's an extra 600 for a little while until we decide that, it, yo, it's enough for you. So, I'm angry. Still. And through my rantings and my ravings, and I won't even call them rants and raves because for a few days they were thoughtful, mindful posts. I was trying to be diplomatic in my approach, but still show my anger and, and negative feelings toward what was going on. Uh, I lost a few friends along the way. So be it. Today I gave up the the diplomacy. I gave up the thoughtfulness. And um, I just basically said, and, and, you know, I'll tell you what I said. Fuck Trump and all that he stands for. That was (coughs) the ending statement. But talking about Everything that I'm, you know, I, I, you know, I'm seeing, and he's calling people thugs. The only thugs that I saw yesterday in Washington D.C. was his pathetic ass and his army of police beating and harming American citizens. And you want to stand behind the flag and be a patriot? Patriotism is not. Murder. Murder is not patriotism. Oppression is not patriotism. The cornerstone of the Confederacy was slavery. Think about that. The people who are, you know, Confederate flagging it and all that kind of stuff. The core, the cornerstone stated by one of their mighty fucking insane politicians of the day and his name is you know escapes me right now and I'm upset that I can't remember it uh, but I didn't write any of this down this is all like every show just free form but one of their leaders of the confederacy said that slavery is the cornerstone of the Confederacy. Not the first brick, not the second brick. The cornerstone. So, racism is everything to do with that flag and that idea. So, I am still angry. Oh, and, t- and today's rant, I lost four more friends. Uh... I mean, I say friends because on Facebook they're called friends. They're four people that I knew. I don't know who they are. I know one of them. Uh, the person that I had a little bit of a back and forth with, uh, they have chosen to unfriend me. And glad. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I wish you no ill will. I uh, hope you have a good life. But, Yeah. I'm okay with you unfriending me. And the eight people who did in the past uh, week, same. No ill will. I wish you no ill will. Have a great life.
but I'm glad that we are no longer connected in that way. And the question was posed, oh, if I don't share your opinion, then you hate me. No, 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 no. No, I don't hate you. I hate your uh, unwillingness to think about it in a broader sense. I'm disappointed in the fact that you are so close-minded that you can't see past your own racism and grow and be a better person. We all need to get better. But like I said before, I know my white privilege. I know I have no right to tell anyone how to protest. So take a look at your white privilege and realize that you too have no business telling any oppressed, marginalized group that they're not doing it right. You gotta follow the rules of protesting. There are no rules to protesting. That is the whole thing. There are no rules to a riot. But that is how things change. There was a riot. Stonewall. We are in Pride Month. It took a riot for things to change for the LGBTQ community. It took a riot. It took protests and fighting for women to get to vote. It takes a riot. It takes a protest. It takes something uncomfortable to make things change. And I'm sorry, white America. It is our time to feel uncomfortable. I've heard folks say they're nervous about, you know, going out into the world. I'm, uh, you know, I'm scared to go out. You know, I don't, you know, I don't want to get caught up in all this, you know, violence and this, this, you know, I'm not doing anything wrong. Why am I have to be, you know, be afraid? That is the way African-Americans feel every single day. They could do nothing wrong. They could be perfect, upstanding citizens. All it takes is one police officer who's in a bad mood and you happen to just vaguely look like someone or you cross the street and jaywalked or something. It's something minor. But because you're black, the police are going to stop you and maybe frisk you and maybe detain you. And it doesn't matter if you're a college professor with your college ID on your chest. They don't listen or care. You could be in your doctor scrubs with your medical, your, your hospital badge on your body. They don't care. Because you're black. That's how they feel every day. Welcome to their world. Fear. I, I have heard many of my friends telling me how they feel on a daily basis because they're black. 
and how much they fear the police and how much they don't call the police for help. You know, none of them really call 911 because they don't think it's going to help. It might even bring trouble to them. So don't tell me that you're uncomfortable with what's going on and that the, the protests and the riots are, are going about it the wrong way. We've got no right to tell anybody how to do that. What we should be doing is standing in solidarity with them. What we need to be doing is using our white privilege to make things change for the better. I'm trying to give up that privilege. I'm trying to get it off me. I don't want it. I don't want to live in fear, but I don't want anyone else to live in fear. And if I have to give up my privileges to help someone else, then that's what I will do. If I have to give of myself to the point where I have nothing more to give, that's what I need to do. I am not just going to stand back and keep my mouth shut. The police culture in this country has murdered more black men than we can handle, than is disgusting the amount of injustice that has been put upon this group of people, these Americans, it doesn't matter if they're black. It doesn't, it, it, it shouldn't matter if it's black. It, you know, it shouldn't matter if you're white. It shouldn't matter anything. If you are doing good things, you should be let to be. And if you are doing bad things, you should be stopped. That's, 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 that's basic logic. Good is good, bad is bad. We all know what's good, we all know what's bad, right? I don't think so. I don't really think we do anymore. I think there are too many people who feel that what's going on that is bad is actually proper and good and right. But there are more of us who feel that it's wrong. And I've had friends laugh Ha, ha, ha. Enjoy the next four years because he's going to be there still. No fucking way. No fucking way. If that is the case, if in November, legitimately, he wins, I'm leaving America because this is not the country I want to live in. I do not want to live in a police state where more than half the country is in fear for their lives because we have a racist president who doesn't like brown and black people. And we have a population of whites who are so behind it that they're willing to put him back into office. If that's the case, well, I'm done with this country. If America does not do the right thing and vote him out in such a incredibly devastating way. He shouldn't win a state. He shouldn't win a fucking delegate.
the mess he has caused, the hardships he has, you know, you know, he's brought to this country. If a hundred, over a hundred thousand people dead because of coronavirus, and we have hundreds dead because of police violence, not the same time period, but it doesn't matter. Police have been killing black men and black women and black children for since God since this country started. They've gotten away with it every single fucking time. It's gotta stop. It needs to stop. I don't know what else to say. It needs to end. If we cannot become a better nation, I don't want to be a part of this. If we can't be a better America, then I don't want to be in America. Because I don't want to be the next Nazi party. I don't want that in my country. It's not going to be called that. It's going to be called the Republican Party. And that is evil. When you have a leader and a militarized police force. I mean, why do police forces have tanks? Why do they all have these extremely violent weapons? Why does New York City spend more on the police than social services for children, schools, healthcare combined? If they spend the money in the right places, they wouldn't need so money at the police level. See, the system is flawed. I think money buys weapons, weapons keep the peace. No, it's not how it works. Education is what keeps the peace. But the Republicans in their divine wisdom have for many decades fucked with the educational system in this country on a state level, on a county level, on a school level. Republicans have ruined the educational system, in my opinion, where students can't think logically. They're not taught how to think. They're not taught how to, you know, become informed. They're not taught history. Half this country, they're being taught creationism. (sighs) I'm an atheist. I think I've said that in the past. And God has been wielded through this whole thing. You know, he he fucking had people gassed so he could stand in front of a church with a Bible. The fucking devil standing on a church grounds with a Bible. He had to gas people. Push them back with, you know, arms of, you know, the arms of the police and the horses and the guns and the vehicles. Pushed them all back so fucking Satan could stand on a church ground and flash a Bible like he's something holy, like he's a good person. Makes me want to vomit. So yes, I am still angry. We all should be. 
And we shouldn't stop being angry until A, that motherfucking cop who killed George Floyd is in prison for life. Or at least whatever is justifiably given him. Because a slap on the wrist or one year behind bars will not be enough. And the three men who just let it happen, who stood there next to him and didn't do a damn thing. Four big, strong men, afraid of a handcuffed guy on the ground. Pussies. They all deserve to be in jail. And let them deal with the consequences of being a cop in jail. Good fucking luck, boys. And every cop who has ever killed needs to be put behind bars. That won't happen. But these four is where it starts. In the culture of, you know, there are fat, there are a few, you know, bad apples. There are, no, no, no. If you got a bushel basket and there's one bad apple, it makes everything else bad. So, no. I, I am done. You cannot defend the police right now. They have to earn their trust again. And it's going to take not one act, not two acts. It's going to take decades and decades and decades of change to happen before I think the, uh, the police will have earned America's trust. Stop killing people. Stop oppressing people. Stop being racist. Stop being sexist. How many, cop, how many women out there have had a cop ogle them, grope them, because they could? How many women have been raped by a cop because, you know, <laughs> you know you're a prostitute, so I'm just going to throw, throw, throw you in the back of my car and do it to you too. But because, because I'm a cop, I can get away with it. That's rape. I've heard of that happening. So don't tell me it doesn't. Things have to change. And it's not me who has to change. Well, I mean, yes, it's me who has to change. We all have to change and become better. But this anger I have, this, this hate that I feel, this is proper. You should feel bad. You should feel incredibly angry at what you're seeing. And if you don't, if you see the death and destruction of the black community and don't feel shame and don't feel anger at the police and don't feel anger at the society and the systemic racism that has been going on since this country is formed. Our original sin, and we are paying for it now. Karma's a motherfucker. So, I've made my peace. Uh, no, I've not made my peace. I've stated my feelings. I've stated my philosophy for now. And that's the thing. They're my feelings. They're valid to me. But they're also valid to you. They're true for me. But they're not true for you. I mean, my anger is valid. 
that should be recognized. Your anger should be valid. I should recognize that. The fact that you have no anger or your anger is in the other direction, it's valid. It's wrong, but it's valid because you feel it. That's how you feel. I will not deny how you feel. And that feeling might be true for you as my feelings are true for me, but that is not shared. Your truth is only yours. You can't tell anybody else that's the truth because it's not the truth. It's your feelings and your true feelings. And your true feelings are yours and yours alone. As my true feelings are mine and mine alone. If you choose to share those feelings, share them. We will acknowledge them. But we'll know that that's not a universal truth. There's a singular truth, an individual truth, a feeling. As mine, I am letting my feelings out. I am telling you how I feel and the anger and the disappointment and the disgust and all the feelings that I have. They are valid. They are justified. They are real feelings. But they are only true to me. And even if we had similar views, your truth is yours because there are levels of that truth. You know, the validity of my anger is just that. John is angry. Boom, that is it. The reasons for my anger, there are many different ones, just like there are many different ones for you. So we all have this true feeling inside, which is valid, but only true to you. So I can't tell anyone what to do, how to be better. I can only tell them that, they, that we need to do something and in your, find it in yourself how to be better. I'm trying to find it in myself to be better. I don't like these feelings that I have. I don't like anger. I don't like hate. I've done nothing on this show but try and say, be kind to one another and try and be happy all the time. But right now it is really fucking difficult to stay happy because there is so much wrong in this world. And I thank the people in Europe who's marched in solidarity with us. I mean, Germany is marching and Germany is telling us you're wrong. Germany. When the Germans are doing that, you know, we're we're fucked up, man. It's wrong. Believe me, they know what it's like to have a leader who is fascist. Believe me, they know what it's... Their history is full of that kind of hate. But they have changed. They're trying to change still. We need to do the same thing.
All right, folks. Try and be kind to each other. Try. Try. I'm, I'm failing this week. I'm failing in my desire to be kind. And I apologize to people for that. I'm not normally an angry, vile, spewing uh, person. I don't like going against the teachings of Fred Rogers. Kindness, you know, when there's trouble, look for the people who are helping. When you are lost and confused, look for the people who are trying to help. Those are, that's what we gotta be doing. Be one of those people. Be a person willing to help. Put your own selfish reasons besides your, like leave those selfish reasons behind. And be better for the common good. I've got to try and do better. I think it would be best if we all did. But I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just here to. Was a reason to. Was here to make you smile. Or I was here to make you laugh or think but right now it's I'm asking you to be better be better than me be better than you've been we all need to be better than we've been so be kind to each other be kind to yourself let's be the change we want in this world and let's be supportive of every man, woman, and child that we meet. Thank you.